Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. How's it going? Good. I have a lot to share. A lot to say. Oh, I'm very excited. Awesome. Before we begin, I wanted to run something by you that occurred to me the other night that I thought, this is a good topic for our podcast. Ooh. I don't know if that's true or not. All right. <laughs> I'm laying, I'm, it's late at night. I'm laying in bed. And I have another uh-huh. story that is going to go in that same direction later. But um, I is started thinking night about terrors again with Dwight Trout having no. a Skolex. Oh, okay. No, thank God he hasn't showed up again I have avoided counting um and then I I did it one night but I skipped the 40s and 50s in case he was in there <laughs> which sounds deranged yeah but I didn't want to run into him yeah um yeah okay but what so, actually happened so I just had this thought you know mm-hmm. how humans are mostly liquid or like there's a lot of liquid in us yeah mm-hmm. Would you say that effectively, I am a sentient liquid? No. Oh. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... Mm. Like, am I kind of a liquid that's alive? Like, I'm, are we living liquids in bags? But we're not, we're not entirely liquid, though. I mean, a solid hmm. 30% of us is not liquid. A solid thirty so, percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think that qualifies. Like, if a jellyfish is not a liquid, I feel like we sure aren't. Okay, but hold on though, jellyfish aren't they mostly just in liquid? Do they? Oh, I don't know. Liquid? Okay. Oh, I'm sure they do. I mean, okay. all living things do. Um, but mm, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's more or less than we do. They just seem much more amorphous and uh, letting in the shape of the container. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mm-hmm. just felt like I'm closer to a sentient liquid than I ever realized before. And so I yeah. just like, I got up to pee and I was just like, I'm a liquid and I'm thinking things. And it was just <laughs> sort of blowing my mind. And I was like, I'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> this reminds me on, uh, when my anatomy students when I had them doing the digestive system a few weeks ago I had them do this activity that I found from the uh I just want to give credit where credit is due the human anatomy and physiology society haps um and they're they're like mostly uh for professionals who are teaching and they had some activity where you consider uh if you swallow gum is the gum in uh, is the gum still outside of your body? Because we're essentially one long tube that goes from our mouth to our rectum. So like, are we, could mm-hmm. you make a case for it being, yeah, the, you're making a real uncomfortable face. They got so mad. They were they all so mad. mad. They got so mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it was like, like the how most... dare you make us think of these things? Yeah. Or like, how well, dare you imply the gum is outside us? Yes. Yeah. The latter. Yeah. Hmm. They were like, we talked about um, at the start of the semester, we talked about embryology and we were talking about like stem cells and uses for stem cells and stuff like that. And so there was like a bit of a, like, what do you do with the old IVF embryo hmm. discussion? Yeah. And that was like way less controversial. <laughs> that was like this was like way, way more 
right. strained. So here's how I was thinking of it. You know, tube slides. Yes. Like at the park or whatever. All right. If you go inside a tube slide, you're not still outside. You're inside the tube slide. Are we not just like a big tube slide for gum? I mean, yeah, you could make that. You can make that argument. Okay. Um, and as I as I told them, uh, the point of this is to consider the ways in which our respiratory and digestive systems are constantly interacting with the environment. Not oh. that I actually wanted to convince them that gum is outside the body. That... You know, it, it didn't even occur to me to ask why you brought this up to them. Like. And I feel like Gatsby would really like that interpretation. Oh. She would be like, I didn't do anything wrong. The, the socks were on the outside. The socks are still on the outside <laughs> as I attempt to digest them. I can't remember if in our last episode, did we talk about how my dog had emergency surgery? We did not. <sighs> Gatsby, the big dummy. He, uh, so so bad dumb. poodle. Bad poodle. Very, very bad poodle. He uh, ate a sock. Which he's been known to do. And then he'll, they'll come out one end or the other. <laughs> um, and this sock did not want to leave uh, and was stuck. I actually, same same week, this must have just been last week, uh, I was teaching the digestive system. And so I, I drew a picture of Gatsby on the board and, oh. uh, and was like, let's talk about where this got stuck in the dog. Oh, <laughs> and, God. Oh. <laughs> and he's doing well now, though. He is, yes. He's he's got a little bit of an infection at his site um, of the surgery. Yeah. So he, it was so stuck, he had to have emergency surgery um, to cut it out of his stomach. Um, and so he still has a little bit of um, an infection from licking the wound, but uh, he is he is doing good enough that he keeps trying to eat dumb stuff. Okay, I guess that's a good sign in yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real buddy, real bad guy, real unfortunately so, cute. Yeah, he's he's the cutest dog ever. ever. Yeah. yeah, like this is it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that a dog can be cuter. I have not witnessed one. No. Um, and our episode starts with a dog. Um, oh. But I do want to note before we get to the dog in the episode, um, we have a listener story this week. Oh, and wonderful. The listener is me. So oh. I will oh. leave okay. it at that. Um, yeah, so it uh, we start the interior of a house at night. It is Pulaski, Virginia in 1985. So I had a moment of going, oh, many, many decades ago, and then realized, no, about nine years from when this episode is airing. So not oh, that right. long ago. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a border collie in a house. I don't know the point of the border collie. I got all worried about him. And then he wasn't ever in the show again and he was fine. But he, uh, there's like a TV on and there's a house that's kind of like under renovation. So there's some plastic sheeting up and there's a man sleeping in bed. And all of a sudden the TV goes staticky and the dog oh. jumps on the bed and looks kind of worried. And I was very worried about this dog. Again, he was fine. So I don't know, uh, but he's fine. Um, all of a sudden, some shadowy figure appears behind the plastic sheeting. The Ugh. man wakes up, and um, he sees there's multiple aliens looking at him through there, and he starts screaming, not again. 
and he's oh, screaming gosh. and screaming. And it was at this point that my Bluetooth headphones stopped working and the sound <laughs> of Dwayne Berry screaming filled my office and my door was open because we were on oh, campus no. late. So I was just watching it in my office because we were still there. So all of a sudden Dwayne Berry screaming is like broadcast. Um, oh no. Yeah. And, uh, and you see a flying saucer above the house with like mm. its beam shining down on the house. We get the theme song and we show we're at like a, a low security prison. And we see that same guy from the cold open that that is Dwayne Berry. Uh, the man who the episode is named after middle-aged guy. Um, I looked him up to see if he'd been in anything else. And I think this will give you a picture of him. If you can't picture him listeners, um, he has played Charles Manson and he has played Ed Gain. So yep. He's 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 clean shaven. He doesn't have like a Manson beard, but you know, he's good at playing creepy people. Oh God. Oh yeah. Dean was in prison in Madison for the latter part of his life because he was at Mendota, the oh um, high security psychiatric center. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, real creepy. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um, um, real quick. I do remember that opening. Um, Cause I have seen this mm-hmm. one. It's been a mm-hmm. while, but um, I have seen it several times. Uh, real creepy. I like, that was one that stuck with me. I remember that very well. Isn't this episode. It left an impression on me. They, really? It's, it is a really scary episode in part. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, I feel like, I find, honestly, like, watching it, I feel like, ah, now we're at the point where there's a reason our podcast exists, as if it didn't <laughs> have a reason for existence before then. But, like, I'm like, now we're, like, getting into it. But Ooh. also, and I mean, I kind of felt that way listening to you last week. It's like, Crycheck is here, because mm. we see Crycheck again in a few minutes. Um uh, yeah, though, uh, it, uh, I'll talk about some of the later scenes and my reaction to them. Okay. It was a scary episode. Wow. Um, yeah. So Dwayne is at this correctional facility. Right. He's in like plastic type handcuffs and like, like zip ties. And he's meeting with a doctor and he's like, I don't want to take my meds. I don't like how they make me feel. And he's like, and the doctor's like, well, we don't want you to hurt anyone, Dwayne. And uh, Dwayne is like, I'm not crazy. They're coming for me again. And he does a lot of talking in the third person. Like, they're not Ugh. taking Dwayne Barry again. Um, oh, I don't like yeah, that. No. Um, and at first I was feeling bad. I mean, like a lot of psychiatric drugs, a lot of drugs in general have like rough side effects. And I was yeah. just feeling kind of bad for him. But also, well, we'll get there. Um I don't, don't feel too bad for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's an interesting question for discussion. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the doctor turns his back and to get uh, a shot to give it to him, and in the meantime, Dwayne grabs the like fancy calligraphy pen with like the little stabby, you know, pointy end. Oh, uh huh. Apparently, Why the doctor have one of those. Uh, stab him. I don't know. He's a fancy guy. I, I don't know. Uh, Maybe yeah, this is a, a question for, I, I have some friends whose parents are also physicians. Um, so maybe this is a question for physicians that practiced, you know, a couple decades use, ago. Uh, yeah. Harry like Potter a, you know, style. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you have to like load an ink cartridge in it or whatever. <laughs> um, so he runs up to the hall. 
he stabs the security guard in the back with it. And then in the ensuing chaos, takes the security guard's gun, grabs the doctor at gunpoint, and abducts him. Oh, And then okay. we see Crycheck ah, walking into a pool. You might recall this scene. Oh, I do! Because David Duchovny's in a Speedo, right? Swimming yep. laps? Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and I do recall and, this scene. <laughs> there's no need for this scene in the plot. This <laughs> this could have taken place in a hallway, in a park, <laughs> like, anywhere. And for some reason, and but I feel like, fair play to him. He yeah. looks very, very yeah. good. He looks even better than I remembered. I was like, you know a picture right now as you're as you're talking it's worth it um yeah i was just like imagining david duchovny being like we need to find a reason to get Mulder in a speedo um because i've really been like working out or whatever i don't know <laughs> there's no reason for it Crycheck's in a suit Mulder is like swimming laps and he comes out of the pool and he's talking to Crycheck and he's just standing there in a bright red speedo yeah wow yeah all right the man looks good yeah he does yeah. yeah, you know it's yeah. funny. Um, so, have you seen the show The Chair? No, but I've heard it's really good. Oh, it's really good. Um, my uh, my friend Amy, a dentist who I've mentioned mm-hmm. on the show before, we'll um, be talking about dentists more later. Oh no, yeah. um, I've had a lot of dental work done this year. I don't like it. You're um, not gonna like this. Okay. Um, but uh, Amy texted me um and said uh this was a few years ago now um, and recommended I watch it because she said that David Duchovny still made her think of me, which I think really is the highest compliment. Wait, Um, is he on the chair? Yes, he is. Yeah. He plays himself. Um, And yeah. And it's also, it's about academia. um, So it's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. Um, But he, he's, hold on. I want to say there's a scene where he's swimming Needlessly, huh. I'm pretty sure he's like in a pool. Huh. Uh, I know that he's in a new movie that's coming out this Christmas with Meg Ryan, and it's like a rom- romantic comedy, and they're like exes who are at the airport, and it, they get snowed in, and whatever. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but he okay. was. He, well, I loved him in Remember Me or Return to Me. Return, Return to, to me. me. Oh, oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes, he's in a, a red speedo. Huh. And, no yeah. way. in the chair yeah. i thought awesome. yes i thought i remembered that talking to sandra O. Oh, um huh. and i mean he he doesn't look like when he was 30 but he is still a good looking man yeah i mean like yeah. you know there's like all all that like weird stuff about his sex addiction and how like oh, yeah yeah i don't i don't know any details there they seem Me unsavory neither. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like, want to. I don't know that I want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, like he was in Red Shoe Diaries before he did X Files, and I've um, never seen that. I'm familiar it, with the premise, but yeah, and like, I mean, what I mostly remember is he wasn't in any of the like titillating stories. He was just like he would get the letters for some reason, and he'd be like walking his dog named Jake, which you pretended to have a dog oh, named Jake once. So. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. I will say, Sorry, like, yes, do say, yeah. My my policy as far as that is like, if everything is above board and consensual and adult, I don't, I don't need to know. I I'm just gonna pretend that he's faultless. Yeah, like, as I long mean, as I, yeah. I feel like it's not good if he cheated on Tay Leone or whatever, no. but it's also not something where I feel like 
it, it's not akin to a lot of the other terrible things people can do. Right. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so here's right. The- so so Krejcik gets Mulder out of the pool and tells him about the hostage <laughs> situation. It's like they want to talk to you. Um, okay. They want your help with this. Um, and so Mulder and Krejcik go to this office building um, that is right near a travel agency because um, they find out from the people who are like, I don't know, the hostage experts, the hostage people. Um, I don't know what you call those people. Negotiators? Negoti- there we go, I guess. But they want Mulder to be the official negotiator because oh, okay. um, Dwayne Barry is talking about aliens and he uh, says he's a former abductee. Okay. Man, I had to write the word abductee in my notes so much. And every single time it was a struggle. <laughs> that D and then that D. Every time I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I was going real fast. But, uh, okay, so this is interesting to me. Dwayne wants to go back to the first place where he was abducted. But he can't remember where. So he's gone to a travel agency. And that's where <laughs> he has his hostages. This is how you get involved with the X Files. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, man, you know, people say that the travel industry was different in the 90s. And, and so it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So he's got his hostages there. And there's this woman who I, didn't, I never got her name. I'm going to call her the woman in charge. She's like the head okay. negotiator type expert person. Ah, and okay. she's like, um, look, you just need to like keep him calm. Keep him on the phone. We need some time. And Mulder's like, no, I want to know more about his abductions. And she's like, he's a psycho. Keep him on the phone. And uh, and it, well, I, I want to talk a little bit about negotiators in, in fiction and stuff. But we'll get cool. there in a uh-huh. sec. Um, because the first thing I need to share is that there is a man who's a hostage who looks just like Tobias Funke in a suit. <laughs> I was just like, like not that's... just David Cross, but no, specifically Tobias. I mean, he was in a that's, suit. He wasn't great. in denim cutoffs, but otherwise, I'm like, well, that's we don't Tobias. know. I mean, of course, he's a never nude. He yeah. was probably wearing them under the suit, underneath. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there was there was one moment where uh, he said a line kind of dramatically, and I imagined the director going would you like to do that again? And him being like, no. <laughs> like when Tobias additions to the fire sale. The fire sale. It's yeah. a fire sale. sale. <laughs> Evacuate all the school children. Um, anyway, Arrested <laughs> Development reference. Yeah. If you don't know Arrested Development, go watch it now. Stop listening to us. Go watch Arrested Development. Then you can listen again. All right. I mean, so I Mulder's got, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mulder's got a script. Um, mm-hmm. he's not very good at delivering his lines, believably, in my opinion, kind of like Tobias, mm-hmm. I don't know, but he's like, you know, I'm your friend. I am, you know, oh, sure. let's, you know, trying to like talk to him calmly and, and Dwayne is real angry. And there's mm-hmm. this whiteboard with the steps for negotiating. There's some sort of mnemonic device. I don't remember any of them. It doesn't matter. But the point is Dwayne also knows them and he's like, I know uh... the steps and he lays them right out. And so Dwayne oh, hangs up and Mulder's like, uh, is he FBI? And the guy uh, and the, the woman in charge is like, uh, a former FBI. And Mulder's like, yeah, you didn't think to tell me? Like, that's kind of important, right? All right. So she's like, it's no big deal. I don't need to tell you that. Just say your lines. Um, and Mulder gets really mad. And Krychek yeah. um, offers to help. And the woman's like, you got your notepad? And Krychek's like, yeah. And she's like, all right, large coffee cream sugar <laughs> oh my god and it's like i just like seeing people be mean to cry check it's, yeah. it's just never not awesome yeah um yeah but 
think about seeing hostage negotiators in movies and TV. Okay. Yeah. The only examples I have are ones where they are totally incompetent. Um, I don't have that many examples, but like, okay, Die Hard. I don't know if you've have you seen Die Hard? I have seen it, but only once or twice. I haven't seen it much, so I'm not okay. I'm not super familiar with that part of it. We watch it at Christmas time while we wrap gifts, and so that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, but like one of the whole deals is like there's just um the the one cop who believes John McClane, and everybody right, else is right. like he could be with the bad guys. Don't trust him. We're gonna like storm the building and oh, right, like, no right. people are gonna get killed um and then my other examples are both from brooklyn 99 which is a oh. comedy <laughs> tv show so maybe it's less good um in which uh, in one scene a hostage negotiator defines the process of negotiation as two liars lying to each other until one of them stands close enough to a window to get shot by a sniper or something oh, like that. And I feel like that is the exact approach that these people take in the X-Files. Ah, okay. So okay. can you think of any other hostage negotiators on TV or movies? Well, the the first one, the only one that comes to mind that is not X-Files related um, is Mindhunter. Oh, okay, I've heard of that. It's rare for me to be too creeped out by something true crime related. Like that is, that is a, a line that's usually pretty hard to cross, but uh, I couldn't keep watching it. Um, is it true it's crime? That, it is. Yeah. It's um, I'm pretty sure it's Jonathan Groff, isn't it? Which like, it's hard not to just isn't he from, love him. Isn't he the snowman from, from Frozen? Jonathan Groff is not this you're thinking of josh gad Jonathan is christoph and sven from frozen so the reindeer on. Wait, one person does the voice of both the man and the reindeer because the man does the voice for the reindeer like he like speaks for him like you know how like when you're talking oh. to your dogs and you're like yeah. you know but i want to eat the sock or whatever well, yeah, yeah i thought it was like he made reindeer noises no no um and he was on Glee, and he was King George. Okay, so I thought and that Hamilton were all the same people. I thought the guy on Glee was King George and was the snowman. Yeah. Right. Oh, and the but, snowman. Oh no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's yeah. um. Josh Gad also plays Bearclaw on New Girl. That's you know Bearclaw. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought I've just been making those the same people in my head. Oh, um, but good to know. Okay, so yeah, anyway, those are very different vibes. He's the guy from the Lee. Okay, I can picture him. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure in the first or second episode, there's hostage negotiations. That's where all this was going. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mindhunter though, it's bad and scary. I mean, it's good and scary. It's okay. uh, it's very well done. Um but I couldn't keep watching it. Um, but so that is the one example. negotiator? Good. Yeah, yep. And Are I they competent? Yes. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm going to pay attention to this and see if it's actually a trope or if I just happen yeah. to see that. Um, because then this episode kind of turned into like a standard hostage sort of tense drama with some real disturbing yeah. extra bonus notes. So, okay. um, that's so, what I remember. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Mulder calls Scully because again, they're clearly minimizing use of Dana Scully. I don't know why I called her by her full name <laughs> um, of Jillian Anderson while she's pregnant. And so she's watch. she's like, I'm watching it on TV. And so Mulder's like, he's excess FBI. And he gives Scully Dwayne Barry's name. And she's like, all right, I'm going to do some research. Then both the travel agency and this office building next to it lose power. And Dwayne starts shooting. Oh, no. And he shoots Tobias. And, and so Dwayne's like, yeah, we're going to need a doctor. And so they're like, okay, we're going to send in two EMTs, one real one, and one that is Mulder with an earpiece. Um, ah, okay. Which is risky. Um, and the woman this in charge is like, is like... The excuse for another costume change for David the <laughs> company. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we don't see him change in this case. Ah. Um, no, it's, it's clearly one of those things. It's the same impulse that makes Mulder go like running into the woods when something creepy goes there. Uh, or mm-hmm. like, you know, he's yeah. like, oh, something very dangerous. Okay, there I go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's like, don't join in his delusion. And it's like, <laughs> we know exactly what's going to happen there. Um, yeah. And so Tobias has been shot, but he's not dead. And we see that there's snipers outside ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mulder is like, was that them who just turned off all the lights? Was that them immediately joining into the like UFO stuff? He's like, <laughs> are they here? Are they here, Dwayne? And Mulder's like, I believe you. And you can hear the like woman in charge yelling in his little earpiece, which I always feel like in real life, wouldn't you be able to hear that? Like, well, I like, mean, I don't know how technology works, Um, but him and Dwayne kind of slowly start bonding and Mulder tells Dwayne all about Samantha and um, Dwayne starts describing how they come for him and the abduction stuff and they do the tests and all this stuff. And uh, he's like, do they take you to a ship? And then it shows a scene back from that scene in, in 1985 where Dwayne's laying in bed. The dog is not there. And there's all these aliens surrounding the bed. And it is very, very light as a feather, stiff as a board. Um, Because Dwayne starts floating into the air, just like I think we always wanted to happen with light as a feather, stiff as a board. Um, The aliens speak for yourself. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I did not play those games as a child. You didn't? No. 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 Too scared. Yeah. I think. I don't know if I could rank like the most afraid I've ever been, but top, I don't know, definitely top 10, maybe top five would be playing with a Ouija board when I was an eighth grader at Aaron Walsh's house. Um, or Katie Lau's the, house. Katie Lau's house. Katie Lau's well, house. Well, no, I remember you doing it at Aaron Walsh's house too, right? Or was it, or was her house haunted? Because I remember like being there at night and playing with Aaron? her sister, I think huh. so, and being really freaked out and we remembering. Did- we did think her house was haunted. I don't remember why. Um, For legitimate reasons or probably not legitimate oh, I, ones I now? I doubt it. We were watching, mm-hmm. um, what's that Freddy movie that came out? New Nightmare, which oh. um, we really yeah. liked it. I don't know. There was a Freddy movie that came out in the mid-90s. And I don't huh. know. We watched it a lot. And we were watching it. And her parents were upstairs in bed. We were the only two awake. And we heard these real loud crashes in her garage. And we were oh. terrified. Sure. Um, and we ran upstairs. And her parents were like, no, you're fine. It's nothing. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I understand it. But also, <laughs> so scary. Um, but yeah, it was a Katie 
Katie Lau's where me and her and Aaron played with this Ouija board of her sisters, of Katie's sister. She had an older sister. Oh. And then we slept in her basement. Her basement had no windows, so it was like your eyes never adjusted. It was just pitch oh. black. It was so scary. We thought we might have summoned the spirit of Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Later, Aaron admitted that I she had done it. I'm I'm 99% sure. Oh, that she was that moving. Correctly. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I will not. I did not. I, I, Ouija boards. I, I will not fuck with. I, nope. Fair. nope. Yeah. Nope. Fair enough. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Not interested. Not now. Not I, ever. I guess I feel like those do scare me. The Parker Brothers logo on them makes them a little less scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but light as a feather, stiff as a board seems less scary for some reason. That felt yeah. more reasonable you know what story i want to tell because i actually i just wrote this into a podcast that was like soliciting spooky stories and stuff um do you remember when you go and your friends were playing bloody mary do you know what story i'm referencing is this with mom oh yeah yeah so uh well do you want to tell it do you remember the start it um, okay. Me and my friend were playing Bloody Mary. So, in the version we grew up with, you had to say her name forty-seven times. In the what? I only heard three. Well, that's the normal version, but we were oh. taught it was it was somewhere in the forties. <gasps> that's where oh, oh. white truth with the scallops lives. Oh no! Da, 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 da. Oh, it means something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not super crazy about that. Anyway, so we were in there for a while saying, I yeah. believe in Bloody Mary to the mirror. And we were too afraid to have the bathroom door all the way shut. So we left it like a crack open. Yeah. When we saw a figure in the mirror. Yeah. Do you want to jump in here? Um, what I recall was that you and your friends were having a sleepover and I was jealous. And um, our mom took me up to go to bed um but then she got the idea because you guys were in there with the door cracked open um to take my pale face dark haired spooky toddler self and hold me up in the mirror uh <laughs> so that you suddenly saw my face appear so scary <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah i mean wait, was like- it actually like did it actually freak you guys out Yes, but then, like, seconds later, we realized okay. we found out what happened. Right. It wasn't like mom yeah. hid it from us or something. Yeah, so yeah. It was terrifying for an instant, and then it was funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I mean, I played basically no part in this. I was just the... <laughs> you looked scary. That's I looked scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I like that. Anyway. So, um... So that's what appears to be happening. Light as a feather stiff as okay. a board. He's okay. rising into the air. Aliens, aliens scattering around his bed. Um, and Dwayne is saying how, like, they're talking to me, but they don't make any noise. They use a type of telepathy. And Mulder's like, abductees call it mind scan. And I just felt like that was <laughs> really not useful. Um, and so at this point, he's, like, bonded with Mulder. He believes him. Um, mm-hmm. And then Mulder's like, so they take you aboard the ship to perform the tests. <sighs> Helen. That seems like leading the witness. Or no. (laughs) And then they show some some flashbacks or whatever. And 
my first thought on sort of autopilot was, oh, thank God I was assigned to watch this one and not you because you're too little. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, this is too scary for Helen. (laughs) She's Um, only in her mid thirties. Exactly. But the thing oh is, no, really? It was dental base. Oh, 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 Because oh. he's got like he's on like a creepy place. I don't know. His, his yeah. mouth is held open oh, with God. metal things. Yeah, I can picture that. And then they're bringing in a laser, and I'm writing in all caps. I am not a fan. And. Uh, <laughs> It was really scary. Like, oh. that scene was fucking terrifying. Like, oh man, um, they, like, I don't know if, like, you know, they got a bigger budget and they're a little more into horror image. I don't know. It was, it was terrifying. Um, wow. I was just like, Helen, I'm so glad you're not watching this. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, like, God. Oh. especially oh. with all the dental work you've had done lately. This was like, yes. oh. I'm, although better to have had the dental work and then watch this than the opposite. I was about to say, at least it seems like, yeah, yeah, at least I I may have a break from it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So they drilled holes in his teeth to hide trackers, he says. Um, And so then um, Scully gets on the phone with Krychek because Mulder is gone. And Scully is not happy that they let Mulder go into the hostage place, into the travel agency. And she's like, Dwayne Barry is not who Mulder thinks he is. Um, oh. And so uh, then they, they flash back. Okay, Mulder's talking more to Dwayne. And Dwayne confirms, yeah, he's seen kids up there before. They're doing tests on the kids. And, you know, are they hurting them? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I wanted to be like, come on, Dwayne, that's his sister. But yeah, I know. <laughs> it was it was so scary. And he's like, oh, it's like living with a gun to your head. You don't know when you're going to be taken. Um, yeah, it's very scary. And at the same time, we see a hole being drilled in the wall of the travel agency. And they very carefully lower a little camera through it so that they can see what is happening in the room. Okay. And mm-hmm. so then we see Scully uh, shows up in person. And she's like, I just flew down from Washington, which I cannot sort out, temporally speaking. How long has Mulder been talking to you? Do you mean temporally? Oh, te- oh, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I thought you meant spatially. And, especially and temporally. Where like, is this supposed to be? Virginia? So oh. I'm like, I mean, like, that's super fly. I'm like, I don't know. I guess yeah. the check-in process did take way less time. And probably she's got special yeah. government stuff. So she's probably getting mm-hmm. on a plane. I'm in my head, like, get there two hours early for domestic flights. You know, she's probably <laughs> yeah. not doing that. Yeah. Um, but she flies there. This is like of the, like, you know, this meeting could have been an email. This is a, this in-person visit for Scully could have been a talking through the wire to cry mm. check thing. Because she's like, hey, you know, he's not who he says he is. And I'm like, you just had that on the phone. You didn't have to show who up is in he person. Then? So... Um, oh, it also included Krychek telling Scully to calm down and her going, don't tell me to calm down. And that was Ooh, good. Um, that is good. So, okay. So she's like, um, he has this rare state of psychosis. And we're going to learn a little bit now. It's a learning Ooh. time. Um, so she's like, he was shot in the line of duty in the early 80s. He, he'd been, you know, normal, good agent, well-liked before that. Uh, and a bullet pierced his uh, bilateral frontal lobes. Okay. And... And so, uh, 
she mentions how there's this guy Gage in history who'd had who'd had a Phineas Gage. You know oh, about I'm, Gage. I'm well familiar with frontal lobe injuries and the uh, fact that a, sig- uh, a decent amount of um, people that end up being uh, criminals um, and doing bad things have been have had frontal lobe injuries early in their lives. Huh. Now, I can't tell you how statistically significant that is, um, but there have been um, like I know, uh, I'm pretty sure Gacy had a head injury. Um, there's like there's all sorts of reports. But you I mean, keep, yeah. What I'm curious about though in that is like I've had a head injury. I've had multiple head injuries, but nobody's yeah. going to ask that and use it to justify my behavior because I'm not doing anything crazy. Is it possible that like under fifty percent of the population has had head head injuries? All right, let me finish about Gage. No, let me say this quick on that on that note. Yeah, I mean it's similar to how like when you uh, listen to true crime podcasts, um, mostly you hear about like a lot of people that had like really messed up childhoods that went on to do really messed up things, and it's like, well, uh, there's there's gonna be those people, but then there's of course the people that the many, many, many more people that were abused and went on to be perfectly normal people. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, you're going to get some overlap between the people with head injuries and the people that had, you know, severe personality changes. Um, but that doesn't mean that because you have a head injury, you're going to have a personality yeah. change. Or if you're a murderer, you don't necessarily, you know, doesn't yeah. mean you had. Yeah. Yeah. So so she mentions Gage and she's like, okay. he was bizarre. He became bizarre and violent. He was yeah. a liar. He was delusional. Um, yeah. And her point is like, same deal with Dwayne Berry. And so okay. he is psychotic after a frontal lobe injury. And that's okay. Scully's point. Um, I kind of felt like, I don't know, dude took some hostages already. We figure he's yeah. he was already in a correctional facility. <laughs> this didn't seem like yeah. that big of a reveal to me. Uh, but yeah. I looked up Phineas Gage because I remember learning about yeah. him in psych class, you know, decades ago. Um, and I will say, I want to say this to Wikipedia's credit because it has gotten a lot better since it originally started. It is quite oh, a good yeah. jumping off point, you know? Yeah. Um, for finding other resources and stuff because if you read the page about gage who was yeah um he was a dude in the 1800s 1823 to 1860 and he they were doing blasting and this railroad stuff yeah railroad stuff Yeah. yeah um went into his head I recommend looking at the Wikipedia page, listeners, because there are these like rotating 3D images of his skull with the rod through it. And Ooh. it's just kind of funny in a way. I don't, that sounds terrible. I guess that Gage um, kept the rod or he like gave it away for a while and got really? it back and would like show it to people. Um, I mean, the, fair play, right? For like... sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've kept all sorts of creepy stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my I, baby teeth. Yeah, I haven't, but I would if a good opportunity arose. Yeah, uh, yeah. If like a big rod went through your head, yeah, I would keep that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so here's the thing, though. He struggled with his recovery. It sounds like he was not a great person to be around while recovering. I mean, 
recovering from a thing going through his head in the 1800s. It's not going to be yeah. an easy recovery. No. Um, but people who directly knew him while he was alive are not the ones who really said the extreme stuff about his personality changing. It really seems like that was somewhat blown out of proportion. That there's oh, no interesting. proof that he was psychotic. Um, okay. Okay. And I kind of feel like, would I be more of a jerk if I had to yeah. recover from a brutal head injury in the 1800s? Yeah. Sure. I'm more of a jerk when it's warm out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of how we talked about, um, oh, the guy who saw the little elf um, that Mulder uses as a code name. Um, oh, something Hale, right? George, George Hale. Hale. Yeah. 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 That, like, again, it seems like in popular culture, this has kind of gotten blown out of proportion or whatever. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is what it was. That was the impression I was getting doing some research today. Um, okay. So, and, but, Going back to the episode, I felt like, well, oh, is it a big stretch like that Dwayne Barry yeah. is psychotic? Like, right? I don't know. Well, and I, I will also say though, there is frontal lobe syndrome. Though I think, as it's called, is a thing where like frontal lobe injuries do um, cause like some behavioral changes, um, particularly like aggression and stuff like that. I guess so, you know that with like like head injuries in football. That um, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, like the thing repeated stuff yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah yeah so okay so yeah i mean i guess i just didn't feel like well for whatever reason we know he's dangerous he's got a gun right he was yes. already in a he's holding hostages for violence he shot tobias yeah. so yeah. uh you know didn't seem like a big reveal what I did think was important for the plot is that this, that Dwayne mentions, oh, the government knows they work together. There's a secret corporation um, where they're collaborating with the aliens. And I think this is one of the first times in the X-Files that that is yeah. explicitly laid out. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he says, and this is going to be important to you, Helen, not Ooh. at the moment, but for next week. Um, okay. <laughs> he's like, I need to go back to where it first started. A mountain, up, up, ascending to the stars. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. So listeners, remember yeah. that line: ascending um, to the stars, ascending oh. to the stars. And so Dwayne also tells him that they put these tracking devices in my gums, in my sinuses, and in my navel. And oh. uh, yeah, ugh, indeed. Um, and so uh, Mulder gets Dwayne to let the women go, and. Scully's like, look, you gotta get him, let him to get everybody go. This is a countdown. They're coming <laughs> in with guns soon, okay? And uh, and so Mulder's like, hey, when you let the women go, you left the door unlocked. Can you uh, can you go over there and lock it? And so mm -hmm. he wanders over to go lock the door, and then he sees the red dot on his chest oh. from the sniper sights, and he gets shot. And oh, wow. so I I didn't remember that he got shot. Like that that's no, how this either. wrapped up. Well sort oh. of wrapped up yeah. um so uh he's taken in away in the ambulance Mulder and scully are together outside it felt like the end of the episode and mm -hmm. uh and scully's like assuring Mulder, look you did the right thing and Mulder clearly felt mm -hmm. conflicted about it because a few minutes earlier it seemed like he tried to keep him away from the window so it was unclear okay um and then another day he's called to the hospital where Dwayne is stable but still out of it and the 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 hostage lady in charge woman is there and she's like 
she basically calls Mulder in again this felt like this meeting could have been a phone call um she's like oh so I just wanted to let you know that um we did x-rays and the x-rays showed metal in his gums and his sinus cavity and his navel which is just where Dwayne said that the truckers would be yeah I mean I don't know I might want to talk to that person in person okay fair enough fair enough yeah and actually Yeah. yeah now that I say that I guess they took one of them out and they gave it to Mulder in a little jar. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And so she's I would like, not Look. want that thing. Like, where are you going to leave that? Like, you want the aliens finding you at work or at your house? Like, where, where are you going to put the little tracker? If you're Mulder, of course you want that thing. He makes very poor choices with respect yeah. to aliens. Very different choices than you and I. Because what have we established yeah. one of us would do? Most likely you, because you do archaeology. What would yeah. we do if we found an alien? Yes, we actually, me and you and our friend Amanda discussed yep. this, didn't we? And what yeah. would, yep, and I, what, what if I we would, decided? I would rebury it and do yep. nothing and tell no one and pretend right. nothing ever happened. Right, exactly. Yep. 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 Yeah, so that we clearly have, stance. For all we know, listeners, Helen has seen dozens of aliens. <laughs> She's just not telling us. Yeah, whenever people always ask, like, what's the most interesting thing you found on a dig? <laughs> like, oh, you know, old coins, half like, uh, decomposed alien body. Yeah, you know. you're like, most interesting thing that I'm allowed to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Mulder, different yeah. priorities. Um, so he is, brings it to Scully. And is like, look, okay, metal from inside oh, Wayne Berry. Brings it to Scully. I didn't remember that. And okay, keep Mulder's going. Like, keep going. Mulder's like, I think he's telling the truth. And Scully's like, I'm gonna bring it to some ballistics people. I think that it's shrapnel because he was a, a okay. bat. Yeah. I think he was shot. You know, we know he was shot at some point. That's how he got that injury. He wasn't working on the railroad. That was Gage, right? right. So he got it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, so she brings it to I don't know a lab with equipment in one of those let's just get some equipment there sort of ways and they um put it under a microscope and they zoom in and they can see it is a barcode that is only 10 microns wide listeners if you don't know what a micron is it is one one thousandth of a millimeter i know we don't do metric if you don't know what a millimeter is it's real tiny real small yeah real small (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah, I would say the width of a fingernail is about a centimeter, or maybe like a little yeah. less, a little more, and then cut yeah, that by yeah. ten, and that's a millimeter, and then cut one, that by a thousand. Yeah, yeah. So very teeny tiny barcode, definitely not something they were making in the '90s. It kind of reminded me of the yeah. projects that our students do with electron micro, my uh, electron microscopes. Um, oh, where they'll like make like a teeny tiny like. 50 microns wide UW Platteville logo or whatever. Oh. Um, so like, you know, nowadays feasible, uh, yeah. but not then. And it certainly no. shouldn't have been inside Wayne Berry's jaw or, or nasal yeah. cap no. or whatever. Um, so Scully goes to the grocery store. If you're interested, she buys a whole bunch of food and writes a paper check for $11 and 14 cents. Um, oh, so that was interesting and depressing (laughs) yeah that's probably a word yeah um and she's like she looks at the scanner and the 
cashier has to step away. So she just goes for it and she scans the little thing on the scanner oh. of the grocery store. Do you remember that? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So like the oh. machine goes crazy and it's showing some crazy long number sequence and Scully's like, well, oh, I don't know what happened. Um, so then we see Dwayne waking up suddenly in the hospital and we get that mm-hmm. clinky, creepy music that they do. Oh, uh, I think uh-huh. it for the first time in um, Squeeze that like plinky violin music. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, like tempted to imitate, but I'm familiar. No. no. Yeah. So he looks through the curtains in the hospital mm. and he sees aliens looking at him. And so he gets up, he grabs the fire extinguisher, he knocks out the guard, he runs out of there. And then uh Scully calls Mulder. She's in her house. She's leaving Mulder a uh answering machine message and she's like clearly afraid sounding. She's like, what the hell is this thing? It's like mm-hmm. almost like yeah. somebody was using it to catalog him. Um, and uh, and then we see Dwayne Barry looking through her window and he bursts Ugh. in. And the last thing you hear is Scully yelling for Mulder to help her because she was still on oh. the phone with him. So Mulder's going to oh. get that answering machine message. Oh, man. And that oh. is where we leave off. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I never watched these when they aired. I would have been oh my so God. pissed to have to wait. Oh God, yeah, good point. Of course, yeah. we never. I mean, we had to wait, sort of, somewhat, in that you know we had to buy the DVDs online, right. and we didn't have all the seasons. And sometimes we just watch them on TV and have to wait till the next night. But it was never waiting a full week. Yeah, I no. thought you meant you were glad you didn't watch it when it first aired because you were six, and it would have been oh. really scary. <laughs> I mean that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, gosh. Hugo just turned six. The thought of he'd be so traumatized. He'd be so traumatized. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Even William, who was nine, uh, he like he talks a big game. Uh, but then uh, we were where were we? I think we were in Walmart or Target or something, getting stuff for Hugo's birthday party, and there was a bunch of Halloween stuff and. and William goes, I like the candy, but I don't like Halloween. And I was like, why? Aww. And he's like, it's so scary. And I was like, oh. So yeah. Yeah. Loves to claim, oh, I could watch that. No, that wouldn't be yeah. too scary for me. Like, yep. No. Yep. You can't watch, yeah. you know, the Jason movies or whatever I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can see this absolutely terrifying him. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's wow. All right. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm, I don't know. We'll see if I end up watching it before Ascension. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel pretty caught up by this. So I might yeah. just watch Ascension. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I Yikes. mean, like, you can just tell from the name, Ascension, not going to be good, no. given the topic. No. This is not a case where we want to ascend. No. No. Nope. Nope. I yeah. rarely do. I mean, airplanes, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, you have I've been watched- watching the show Taskmaster, and oh, uh, right. it's it's really really funny. Um, I have a login I could give you, just you, not all our listeners. Um, <laughs> and because uh, uh, you can also watch some on YouTube, but uh, yeah. one of the comics was on there because it's a funny game show, and one of them was on there, and he was in the Guinness Book of World Records for doing the highest comedy performance, highest stand-up comedy because he once did a stand-up comedy act on a plane in order to get into the Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records. So, Wow. Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah. funny. Um, what is your I do story? have a story though. Okay, so I watched this episode yesterday, right? And this is going to be like a story within a story because I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll have to tell you. Probably you might remember it, but I'll have to tell everyone a second story about why this scared me so much, even though it's kind of ridiculous. So, okay. okay, I went to sleep. Yep. As per usual, no particular thoughts about whether or not I'm a sentient liquid. Uh, and then I'm having a dream. I don't even remember the dream, but I know I was dreaming. And in my dream, there was a beep, 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 beep. Okay. Sound like that. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I like suddenly was lucid dreaming and I realized, oh, I just heard beeps. Was that real life? And I like woke mm-hmm. myself up. And I was like, did I hear beeping? Was there beeping? And mm-hmm. so I looked at my cell phone to see if there was like, a, I don't know, like an Amber Alert or something. I'm like, yeah. no, there's no signs of beeping on my phone. Um, and that's when I remembered our father's story about beeping the in bagpipes? the night. No, no, not the bagpipes. When It was when we were kids. He, oh, every I don't night, know this. Well, I mean... It doesn't end up sounding especially scary, but um, okay. he'd be asleep and he'd hear this beeping and he thought to himself in a very blasé way while half asleep uh-huh. that he was being abducted by aliens. And that was <laughs> the sound that they used to erase his memory of having been abducted. Oh, God, that's creepy. <laughs> so he just would be half asleep and be like, oh, that's them doing the erasing again. When he would hear that, oh, like, beep, 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 beep. yeah, <laughs> and that's like all he remembered. But that's what he would think. And then he'd you know, wake up, go about a day later and not really think about it. And then he'd hear it again the next night and he'd think that's what it was. Oh, my and so God. eventually it turned out to be like, like either a clock radio or a watch alarm somewhere else in the house that was set for a particular time in the middle of the night. Um, oh God. At least in theory. So last night right. I hear a beeping sound possibly oh, in real life, possibly in my dreams. And I'm, and I look at the clock and it was like two forty-five, and I was like, Oh, what if that was them erasing my brain? What if they looked at my team? And it was very, very scary. Um, oh God. And I was like, at least it's content for the podcast. Ah. Um, so that's my listener story. And you don't you don't know what it was? Nope. Nope. Huh. Adam doesn't remember if he slipped through it. His phone didn't do anything weird. I can't think of anything in my house that would make that particular beepy noise. Because we have plenty of things that might beep, but it, it wasn't our, our smoke detector or anything. It wasn't it like your dying on something. All of our all of our listeners have heard my smoke detector because it kept going oh, off yeah. one episode and I like oh, yeah. it in the <laughs> yeah. um, No, it was nothing batteries dying, and it was like huh. and it also sounded very close to my head. So it like so hmm. I thought it was my cell phone, but it was not. Hmm. I have a yeah. similar though very, very different story. Um all right. or I should say similar story, very different ending. Um, is that, uh, I woke up from a terrifying noise the other night. Um, I fall asleep listening. (laughs) So I found these two podcasts and I can't find them anymore. I tried recently on, on my friend Cynthia's phone. Um, but somehow I got access to, uh, the official book recordings of Harry Potter, all the Harry Potters and all the Lord of the Rings. Um, oh. So it's like the audiobooks, like the good, 
Did you buy uh, them? No, I didn't. They were because they were made. They were a podcast. Like someone uploaded them as a podcast. Oh, and now the title to them reads on my phone. This RSS has been deleted. Like both of them oh, say, okay. like so clearly they were found out. But I'm, I'm, yeah. they are still on my phone. Okay. Um, and oh, so no I was going to be able to come find you. They're hearing you say yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who did the illegal uploading. I'm just benefiting. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I fall asleep listening to either Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings pretty much every oh, okay. night. Um, and see, in and... last week's podcast, you were telling me about some podcast that you listened to. Oh, yeah, to yeah. This podcast about, about or, um, boring, boring stories uh, for bedtime or something. Yes. Boring books for bedtime. Boring yeah. books for bedtime. Yeah. But anyway, um, you mostly do Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yes. Um, and I woke up to this like terrifying, growling, like angry noise. Yeah. Um, and it freaked me out so bad. But it was the voice of the Ents in Lord of the Rings oh. talking to, to Pippin and Mary. <laughs> oh, how nice. And, I yeah, I don't know why like, they... I don't know, Gatsby. Okay. No, no, it was an Ent. Oh, um, but it was real that, scary, real like of, way louder. And talking scary. I don't know. Well, I mean, when you're asleep and it's right in your ear, like, Fair and enough. it's a big difference, yeah. you know. Yeah. You think I'm not going to try to do an end voice, but if you if you, Are you sure? think of one, Are you sure you shouldn't do an end voice? I can't even. I don't even know where to start. I would try if I could. Well, I don't even know what they yeah. say. I'm but then again, you are quite small i don't know Ooh, whatever nice. it is that uh nice. beard says thank you yeah yeah um so like there was significant volume to it which was part of the problem yeah that is startling so, oh and we yeah. are going into the fact that occasionally we're secretly a lord of the rings podcast so <laughs> that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah. um okay cool yeah so that was oh, my you no know, you know what i want to say quick too um i don't want to just drop the thing about our dad hearing bagpipes and then not oh. uh, not finish that. <laughs> was it the bagpipes? No, it was yeah. the bagpipes. Different incident. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. Um, it was a side effect of COVID that like he didn't have any um, taste or um, olfactory issues, but he heard a ringing in his ears that sounded like bagpipe music was playing. In the middle of the night, he'd in get the up and the night. for the piper. But he said yeah. it sometimes sounded like a church organ too, like and sometimes like then it's like the Phantom of the Opera. Clearly, I mean, in that he played an organ. There, the yeah. the organ wasn't a phantom, though. I mean, like, I don't know. But my understanding is that the organ is real. <laughs> I mean, actually, my understanding the is that the phantom is real. Is too. real. Yeah, he's yeah. just a man who hides and wears a mask, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 Yeah. Is that's that probably goes? enough for today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, um Yeah, I have not seen Phantom, but I guess I guess an organ is scarier than bagpipes. Is it yeah. Is it Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I I would say so. I I feel very, very strongly that that's the case. I feel like they're equally scary when you hear them in the middle of the night out of nowhere. I disagree because bagpipes could mean anything. It could mean a celebration. No. It could, no. 
No. <laughs> bagpipes could mean anything. That's just not a <laughs> statement. Okay. Bagpipes could mean a variety of things. Like, you know, like the last time I heard bagpipes was when I was in Ireland for my brother-in-law's and sister-in-law's wedding. So, like, I, those were very nice bagpipes. You know? Yeah, I guess the the most I've heard bagpipes recently. I've been irritated because in Edinburgh they have bagpipe street performers, and they just play like the same songs, like same one or oh. two songs over and over, and it was like super crowded. And I was just like, oh. bagpipes are too loud. But oh. I guess I would argue that any mystery music you hear in the night, it doesn't have any source. Therefore, it couldn't mean anything. It could specifically mean one thing, which is I don't know, ghosts ghost instrument no or like know. i mean someone walking past your house with bagpipes <laughs> <laughs> all right that is a good point because no one is walking by with <laughs> yeah. a church organ all right yeah. okay yeah. i will give you that bagpipes are okay. way more affordable okay yeah yeah <laughs> way right. more likely to be an actual corporeal piper than uh uh a phantom yeah are you okay. thinking about how to pronounce corporeal no, no, I knew that. Oh, okay. No, I, I, was, I was just thinking about like corporeal instruments again and about like the, because I was saying how in the Phantom of the Opera, I was pretty sure that the organ was real. Oh, so, yeah. yes, it is. But yeah, apparently right. a symptom of COVID. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, send us your stories and yeah. um, rate, review, subscribe, and next week, Ascension. Yeah. Yeah, you should subscribe because I will feel happy. Yeah. I don't know. That that kind of trailed off. I've been You don't like, want Liz to be sad. No. No, you don't. So yeah, subscribe no. and then um yeah, rate and review because I will also yeah. feel happy. Yep. And let us know if you have opinions on which instruments are scariest. Yeah. Or anything else. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.